No, no, I think Breakthrough TV gives bad, bad, bad broadcasting a good name. You're listening to Con Air Radio. Stop whining. It's about to begin. (laughs) All right, we are back with another episode of Con Air Radio. And of course, we are your hosts. We got our tab. Hello. Wow, that's like the weirdest intro you've sorry, ever done. I'm sorry, <laughs> I had to do something different. First impressions are good, I, yes. I suppose. And of course, I am Haggard Hagrid. Jared, how's everybody doing today? Pretty good, pretty good. Good, good. So as uh, anybody who is uh, watching currently can probably hear a little bit of a... Watching currently on our Twitch feed, we got somebody sitting with us. Who? What? We, we've we've <laughs> got... Uh, we've got a local cosplayer, Miss Amber Bright. Well, hello. How are you doing? I'm I'm well caffeinated, so I'm ready to go. Let's do this. I, I've been eating. I, I got <laughs> I got my caffeine fix just before this. So yeah, he's like <laughs> on our way here. Matthew's like, all right, we need to stop somewhere. I'm like, it must be coffee. Yes. Like, <laughs> I'm getting one food. requirement. When we get out of here, it's food. There you food, go. Food. Yes. Uh, so welcome to Conair Radio. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me. And uh, and welcome to our Twitch followers. Hopefully, uh, we're, we're doing this off of a cell phone, so we're going to see if this actually works. All 16. All, all 16 <laughs> viewers. Everyone who is viewing from my channel yeah. will be used to the endless technical difficulties, so all yes. of my subscribers will be like, yep, that sounds about right. It's usually how it goes. Just having issues, at least... <laughs> At least this time it's not cat or dog induced issues because they like exactly. to like knock yeah, but the some cameras of your, over. Some so. of your channel stuff when you had the cat like in the right position, yeah. it was perfect. <laughs> I know. And that's one of the things that like I when I set up my overlay, we have that discussion. Where are the cats gonna be? Are people gonna be able to see them? Because like you know, people people like cats. Yeah, uh, so that, know, that is true. true. Mm-hmm. That is true. If if somebody sees a cat, they're more likely to subscribe. Yeah, and it's fun in my you know my Twitch channel when a cat walks across. All you see in my chat is cat, 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 cat. And I'm like, yes, guys. <laughs> I was uh, watching one um, yesterday, and she's moving into a new house. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so the room is entirely just full of boxes and bags, boxes yep. and bags. <laughs> she's got the camera sitting on the floor, constantly falling over, constantly falling. Yep over when she goes wait 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 so she goes to grab something and uh she left the camera there and her dog just kind of stood in front of the camera <laughs> that sounds about right i had one point where um i had a camera on my workspace on a tripod mm-hmm. and one of my cats it was perfect i wish i'd been recording he walked in front of it and then he turned his butt right into it <laughs> so it became like a kitty butt cam now see that would have like, been that's funny. a butt shot for you <laughs> yeah. see that would have been funny because she was just before trimming the hairs on her dog's cat or dog's butt i'm like oh, great if he turns to the camera <laughs> it's like guys look at look at my new do look at it snip you know, it the, the funny thing is i, I actually was looking at something on Facebook the other day and mm. something came up kitty butt jewelry oh yeah I've seen that yeah. where it goes around the tail and like hides the kitty's butt my question is when your cat poops like <laughs> I, I, do you have door? to like do you have to clean it does it like swing out of the way is I, I, it like I a think I thing? think it swings out of the way because like the way that they'll they'll like hunch back to actually poo It'll it'll be like and it'll swing. That back. would have to oh. depend on can the you, box. And can you imagine? And being that person where somebody's like, "Oh, what do you do for a living?" And you sell, you say, 
I sell butt jewelry for cats. Like, or even like even better, because I, I have this conversation sometimes. Whenever somebody goes, Oh, what do you do for a living? I have this like mental like check mark in my head. I look, do they have anything geeky on them? Do they do they look like they're mm-hmm. in the age that they might have seen an anime or been to a comic convention? If the answer is no, then I'm an artist. If the answer is like, okay, they're wearing an Avengers shirt. Have you seen Avengers? I, I make stuff like that. So so I I, I just want to say it, three three minutes and thirty seconds in, and the term butt jewelry <laughs> was used on Conair Radio. Great, <laughs> that is awesome. I'm loving it. How are we going to break that now? We're we're going to have to use butt jewelry on a regular basis. If if any if anybody out there makes kitty butt jewelry, um, look at our Facebook page and see if you can make a one that has the Conair Radio logo. That oh would actually God. be kind of awesome. That's and please contact Hagrid Hagrid. <laughs> Haggard, haggard. Oh, I'm, oh, that too. I'm not sure that's the sort of exposure you <laughs> want to get. Yeah. It might make you the butt of some jokes. Yes, I think it would. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Uh, anyway, so back back to the show. <laughs> we got off like we did again the other day. Oh, yeah. We brought on a friend to talk about his con, mm-hmm. and I think we spent five minutes talking about his con. Yeah. <laughs> this is kind of how my feet, like my Twitch streams go, too. Like, I'm like, here's this cool prop I'm making. And then, by the way, there's my cat, and now mm-hmm. we'll talk about him for the next half yeah, hour. Yeah, but the different so. about the feed is you mm-hmm. have to get down there going, what did that person say? <laughs> Can't I can't see what they said. I'm, I'm seriously going to hook up a big screen <coughs> at home that's going to have the whole thing going over where I can just do the, the chat channel on it. There you go. So I can see it. Because that's that's kind of what I was doing. I, I did a, a YouTube live stream last night, and I had it. I, ha, I was recording from my phone. I have like a little microphone tripod thing that I, I set my phone on, and then I had my computer on so I could actually view what was ch- what I was chatting right on there as well. So I think that that's that's a good idea. That's why I want to get my home computer going. I've got two monitors on my home computer. <laughs> See, I do the ghetto thing where I have like one screen minimized and like wedged on one side and yep. then the stream on the rest so I can see the chat. I think that's the way this was looking like yep. a little while yeah. ago. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, like, I got I three programs. Let's see if we can fit and them all And people are on. like, oh, you can do an overlay so it only shows up and here you can run this, you know, this widget and stuff like that. And I'm like, or I can like mess with Windows because <laughs> I know how to do that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so anyway, mm-hmm. so ba- back to the topic at hand. Uh, local cosplayer, mm-hmm. how long have you been uh, doing cosplay? Well, I I like to t- uh, say that I'm actually like a hobby cosplayer. I'm a professional prop maker. Professional prop. Okay. Yeah, because when you say professional cosplayer, the the insinuation is that you make money off of your cosplay, <laughs> and I don't. <laughs> That's where most of my money goes. <laughs> it's I like, like let me let me spend all this money on cosplay. Um, but yeah, so I'm a professional prop maker. Um, I have been cosplaying for about four, going on five years now. Um, and it started with steampunk, believe it or not. Nice. Um, I saw, I can't even remember. I saw like an invitation to a steampunk society dinner. I was like, oh, I could do something like that. That sounds like fun. We showed up and they're like, oh, Phoenix Comic Con's in a couple of months. You should go to that. And so I made myself a steampunk outfit out of a tablecloth and stuff from Goodwill and showed up to <laughs> Phoenix Comic Con. And I was like, holy crap, this is amazing. I want to do this forever. Um, and then for that, for that Christmas, uh, my two gifts were I got a set of Twi'lek Leku 
and a Dyson vacuum cleaner. So it was a really good Christmas. The cleanup after. Yeah. <laughs> I have since broken that Dyson. So, you know, it served its purpose, I guess. I'm but. working on one now to, to kind of go with his uh, Hagrid mm -hmm. costume. So I'm sitting there going, hmm. <coughs> but what to do what to do. Yeah. yeah. It's the kind of fun of cosplay where in... And this is one of the things that I, I love most about it. And this is why I love being a prop maker, too, because you can sit down and be like, okay, how can I make this reality? And there's no right way to do it. You can do foam. You can do cintra. You can cast and mold it. You can make it out of cardboard and then resin it. You can papakura it. You can 3D print it. There's just so many options and so many opportunities to do kind of what speaks to you. Like, yeah. I really love sculpting things and I really love building armor. So, you know, that's that's kind of where I like to spend my time. And with cosplay, it's like, go for it, you know? Well, one of the photos at the end of uh, Ace Universe mm -hmm. or Ace Comic Con was um, we were on our way out. Mm -hmm. And these two kids came up that were little, little, little. Oh, my God. Kids um, cosplaying. Hogwarts. <laughs> little oh Hogwarts. There, there was little, oh little Harry Potter and little Hufflepuff. Uh -huh. Oh, my God. So cute. I, and I see that stuff, and I'm just like, oh, dying. And he so was cute. playing his uh, Hagrid character. Mm -hmm. so oh, perfect. <coughs> I got down really low, took the picture, and uh -huh. he just stood way over here. You know, and We see, posted it on Instagram, I think. And I bet for those kids, that was the time of their oh, lives. Oh, yeah. And, and like, that, that's actually oh my god that that's actually something. Uh, speaking of that, like I I I just started my Patreon page mm -hmm. today. I, I activated Congratulations. it. Congratulations! Thank you. Welcome to the world uh, of uh, marketing yourself. No, <laughs> but one of, one of the big things, a lot of the a lot of the Patreon pages that I've seen, um, what they've been doing, I I personally view as being very selfish, as keeping the money and keeping keeping the things for themselves. Mm -hmm. I want to do something a little bit different, and this is actually kind of kind of what that experience led to me. I'm an entertainer by nature. I've worked uh, I've worked as a stuntman, awesome. and so playing around with uh, with kids, like getting shot in the street like <laughs> in, in a western town, it's what I used to love to do. Mm -hmm. And I haven't been in that environment for for about a year now. Well, a little bit more than a year, but but seeing the eyes of these kids just mm -hmm. light up, getting a picture with Hagrid. I was actually, and I have a, uh, one of my friends made a stuffed Niffler. Oh, my God. And it actually has. Talk about, like, the cutest animal. It has. Like, second only to porks. Egg, I'm sorry. Yes, porks still, yes. I wanna, that's my jam right there. I want to get Couldn't find any of them at A, so. <laughs> but that's a I looked, shame. I looked. That's a shame. I wanted one. But I think it would be awesome to actually have, like, little treasures mm -hmm. inside Oh my god! And actually give it to the kids. Like, oh, what did you get into? Oh, well, here, this is for you. You know, just something like that. That's and amazing. So what, what I'm trying to do is make magical memories mm. through cosplay. That's awesome. And one of my one of my tiers, actually, my big tier. This is kind of like the 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 goal right now. Right. The fifty dollars. You always have a stretch goal. Yeah, fifty dollars mm -hmm. a month. Mm -hmm. um, I actually have a friend make a Niffler or another creature. Mm -hmm. And at con, give it to a kid in the name on behalf Aww. of the person who uh, who donates. Oh, that's awesome! And then of course they'll they'll get they'll get other stuff too. But mm -hmm. it's literally 
I want to give this to the oh kid. Oh my god! Look I know, at that. right? <laughs> so stinking cute. We, like. we just showed her the picture, and if you guys want to see oh that, it is on our Instagram. It is on our Facebook. Guys, go check it out. It's so stinking cute. <laughs> it's not Holy evidently. God. That's <laughs> why I was like, where am I well, not finding it? Well, it's it's on our Facebook. It will be on our Instagram. Yeah, definitely eventually. go check it out. It was really cute. And yeah. I think that's one of the joys of cosplay too, because because mm-hmm. this is one of the things people get into cosplay for different reasons. You know, some people just like to build things. Some people like to, you know, bring fantasy to reality. And that's sort yeah. of one of the best parts of cosplay is it's a little f- little sliver of magic, just a little sliver of escapism mm-hmm. in our real world. And you can, you know, escape and become, you know, a badass Twi'lek bounty hunter. You can become the, the you know, groundskeeper from yeah. Hogwarts. And interacting with kids at conventions is just seriously like my favorite it thing is. it is <laughs> and it's my favorite thing and I, I think and i think that also fits in also with with the character of hagrid too yeah. is giving back yeah and he's a very selfless character which is. is what gets him into trouble because he's like i'm gonna help this you know three-headed <laughs> hound dog and you're like hagrid like, yeah, you don't, don't know how to say no don't you <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna get spoiler alert i'm gonna grab you know i'm gonna go get my baby brother and chain him up in the the forest so he's safe yeah you know because you know all the giant slaying going on and you know like yeah, hagrid stop it, and think about this for a second <laughs> but and and hopefully you know pe- people will see that i'm trying to do that i'm trying to do something very selfless and and it's i'm not saying that to say hey hey look at me i'm being selfless mm-hmm. but just, just as a kind gesture to mm-hmm. to people, I don't want it to be just about me. Yeah, I because my entertainer side just says it's not just about me. It's about the interactions with yeah. everybody else and the the magic that comes with the memory. Yeah, and if I could, and not having something to give to that kid, to give to those two kids, I'm like, oh, that just ate me up inside. <laughs> But you did. You gave them an amazing memory. Well, yeah. I'm sure yeah. they're going to be like, remember that time we saw Hagrid? Like, exactly. Exactly. And so, so. That's why I said that we should do it that one way. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. And and I'm actually kind of thinking, because um, uh, Tempe Public Library Comic Con is this weekend. Yep. And I'm going to be there. I'm actually going to be dressed up as Jedi Hagrid. Awesome. Because I got a couple friends who are I doing Jedi versions. Love crossovers. Oh, yeah. But I'm still going to have Niffler, and I'm going to try to hit up a party store and just get a bag of gold coins. Just for any kid. Yeah. Just what, you know, whatever. Yeah. Just have it in there just to give out. And I, and surprises like that are, are oh, yeah. so great. And like the kids kids especially are so genuine in their their energy. Yes. Like it's hard not to be infected by that. I do a lot with some of the Star Wars charity groups. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm an official member of the Mandalorian Mercs. And my favorite thing is going out and having kids just – just see their favorite characters or these these otherworldly characters and their excitement and their love is so pure. And I think looking at that, I'm like, that's what it means to be a geek. Like yeah. that's what it means to be a nerd is that that pure excitement, that pure love in that moment you're just you're you're in a galaxy far, far away. Exactly. And that's that's I mean, there's something magical about cosplay, about doing you know, being able to... Oh, I touched the mic. Don't no, touch that's, the mic. That's I know, right? But I'm afraid it's going to, like, <laughs> blow up. I told you guys. No, as, um, as long as it's just not, not, not this equipment okay. up here, it should well, be fine. <laughs> it is within arm's reach, which is. is a little concerning to me. So I'm going to, like, try and gesticulate this way. But Keep, keep your hands yeah. inside. <laughs> but I think, I think it's good to remind us as adults, too, to sometimes just love something so purely. Mm-hmm. Because especially, like... <laughs> 
especially with movies like The Last Jedi. Like, how many people came out and were like, I'm so angry. And I'm like, I know. Just love something, you know, and let other people love things too. Like, if you didn't like it, that's fine. Like, it was very different, you mm-hmm. know. But, like, let let people have that moment of joy because there's a lot going on right now that's yeah. not joyful. You know, I, just even just the state of our planet right now, you know, there's oh, a we, lot to get bummed about. Yeah, we, 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 we live in a shitty world. And yeah. it just, it, at, at least to have something fantasy yeah. to, to leave this planet for just a second. Yeah, I just, wor- just for that time period. Nice. I woke up um, the other day, was it yesterday, the day before, and I looked on um, my news feed and it goes, 7.9 earthquake off the coast of Alaska, and they had a tsunami warning for a short period of time Mm -hmm. and then canceled it. His family is in Alaska, so we were quite aware. But then the next one down below was 53,000 people were evacuated uh, from the Philippines area because of a volcano erupting. And then there were nine people hurt in Japan when another volcano was having some issues. Mm -hmm. I'm like... Okay, I'm getting the hint because yeah. Japan, the Philippines, and Alaska, they're all in that one tectonic plate at yeah. that same area. And, so. and it's like, you know, you can look at some of the stuff, some of the stuff, you know, that we, we can control, you know, we can influence, but then some things like, you know, volcanoes, like, I don't, I'm sorry, we don't have, you know, you know, Professor X to, yeah. you know, like, or Jean Grey to, like, psychically stop a volcano. You know, we don't have control over that. But what we do have control over is is how we interact with the world. Yeah. And I love that cosplay gives that opportunity to bring just a little bit of joy mm-hmm. into the world. So so what was your, your first cosplay? What brought you into the, the world? So my first made outfit was mm-hmm. the steampunk outfit. But... I would say my very first cosplay. I was always that child for Halloween that was super extra, like super extra. Yeah. Like my mom had to like make, like hand make it. And I went as Robin Hood one year and I had to have my dad make me gauntlets and a quiver and the arrows had to be like removable. And my mom's like, you're going to walk around for like five minutes and get cold and come inside, like calm down. But of course my dad being like a 13 year old, like my dad hit 13 and, and then like, stayed. and just stayed there. So like it's really his fault that you know I did kind of the same thing, but he was like, yeah, and let's make it so you can actually fire it. And my mom's sitting here like, oh god, this is the worst idea ever. It was like that every year for Halloween. It's just we were so overboard. Um, And then movie premieres is the other thing. Mm -hmm. I remember for the last Lord of the Rings, um, Return of the King, uh, we went to the midnight premiere. I made myself and two other friends uh, Elven Ranger outfits from literally whatever I could scrounge out of, you know, because I was a broke-ass college student. Like, I had no money whatsoever. So, like, my gauntlets were, like, handkerchiefs wrapped around cardboard that I had, like, wet-shaped to be, like, a gauntlet and, like, you know, silver Sharpie designs and stuff. So I I guess I've always been cosplaying one way or another. Um, but it wasn't until Steampunk and uh, Phoenix Comic Con that I was like, holy cow, I can do this all the time. Like, this is amazing. That's awesome. I'm going to do nothing but this. And then I made Gage from Borderlands 2 for Tucson Comic Con. I remember seeing that. Oh my God, I had so much fun at, with her. At the time, uh, <laughs> and I'm, I'm still big into Borderlands. Oh my God, me so, too. So I was just scrolling through. I'm like, mm. Gage. 
Uh-huh. Wait, hold on. This face looks familiar. <laughs> I was like, I, I didn't, I didn't put two and two together uh-huh. and, until until later, until I actually saw you at <clears throat> uh, Game On Expo. Yep, love that con. Not last year, but the year before. Yes. Yeah. Sounds about right. And I'm like, okay, I know who this is now. <laughs> I can put two and. Wait, she's local. Yep. Yep, I'm here bouncing around in the <laughs> desert. So yeah, so Gage was um, the first kind of character I built. And then from there, like I said, that year I got uh, Leku from Star Wars for Christmas, mm-hmm. and it just just kind of spiraled downhill from there. <laughs> our more and more of our house was slowly consumed by cosplay. It's and, usually how it happens. Yeah, and so, I mean, we just recently built or uh, bought a house, and it was like we're talking to our realtor, and he's like, okay, what are your needs? And we're like, oh, three bedrooms. He's like, oh, for kids? And I'm like, <laughs> No. no, for cosplay. I got a, I got a two-bedroom. I have my silliness not thinking that our family wouldn't be coming uh-huh. and moving back in with us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. yeah uh, definitely need the three, four, you mm-hmm. know, five big garage, two-car garage oh, yeah. with no yeah. cars. <laughs> and, 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 yeah. a, and then another detached garage. Yeah, yeah we, got a, we got a big backyard. We got three bedrooms, so it's good for one actual bedroom and then a computer room and then my craft room which is slowly turning into just a cosplay wonderland in my favorite part of the house believe me if i could afford to throw them out i would (laughs) (laughs) i really want that podcast room (laughs) this is where you just like start just like take do what cosplay did for me just take over one corner of the room and then just like every month like slowly grow it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and eventually they'll be like, how did we get relegated to this closet? And you'll be like, oh, I'm so sorry. Well, podcast. we took the doors off the closet, so the closet's <laughs> already kind of in use right there now. There you go. But, uh, That's good. That's a good segue to start shoving them yeah, in. Just go in go. and just like every day move their stuff just a little bit closer. Little well, bit I did closer. think about moving all this stuff out of our walk-in closet because it actually has a little bit of room in mm-hmm. it. But oh, there uh, you go. we'd have to move all that stuff out. I just took the door off. <laughs> and there's never enough closet space. So I don't know if you want to like sacrifice a closet. At least yeah. for me, like we have four closets in the new house and I don't know what to do with it. I'm just like, <laughs> I have space to put shit. This is amazing. And then I stare at it and I'm like, what do I put in here? Like everything I own is in totes because I'm so used to not having yeah. closet space. I'm like, okay, there's shelves. Like, Shelves. I can. I what, can do I, put, what do I do with that? I, I can. I can put one shoe uh-huh. here, and that's it. And then it's like awkward where I'm like, I I I put just like um like my linen closet. I'm like, okay, towels on one, and blankets on the next, and then other clothing type items. <laughs> and I keep sister, everything on the bed. There you go. <laughs> Yeah. 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 Who needs linen? You just need the one set. You just (laughs) constantly wash, you know, and that's it. (laughs) So um, are you working on anything right now? Oh, my God. When am I not working on stuff? Um, Okay. So for for prop projects, Mm -hmm. I am working on a pretty realistic porg as long as I can figure out how to feather it. So uh, porg. I I may have a video I need to send you. Oh, my God. Yes, please. Uh, I'll I'll try to find it. Porg everything. Like Mm -hmm. porg, Ahsoka, and Twi'lek. Just send me everything (laughs) and just drown me in. And pit bulls. Like that's my other big thing is I love pit bulls more than like life itself. Mm. I think the thing with the porg would be a good Mm -hmm. idea, but I also think that you should do some adaptations to it. Mm -hmm. Um, Make one look like a chicken and just 
carry a stick out uh, off its step back like it was being roasted on a spit. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's from the movie. That scene. <laughs> True. That scene, like, I was, like, on one hand, I was, like, happy that, like, they were, like, addressing the whole Chewie could eat them thing. Yeah. But on the other hand, he still killed and, like, feathered one. I'm like, that's a dead body right there. Yeah. Like, well, I'm one, one, one like of the big heartbroken. Things, like, I, I had I had a little bit of a of a theory going in of what the Porg were when I first saw them. I'm okay. Like, okay, so it's sitting in front of the Millennium Falcon. It's making a weird noise. <laughs> the cutest noise it's ever. Hello. Cu- cutest noise ever. Yes. <laughs> wow. But I'm that was not, that was not the noise. Yeah, that was a little close. <laughs> close. Oh, close um, but I was thinking, oh, it's. It's this creature that's force sensitive, and they're trying to use it to find Ray or to find Luke. And no, that, it's comic relief. Yeah, and it was just full out comic <laughs> relief where literally it turned into chicken. Yeah, and like it's I thought it was a radar detector on that, that you keep like, on your dash. <laughs> my favorite was like when that the the clip. And sorry, it's minor spoilers for anyone who's not seen the Last Jedi. And you, if you're listening to this and you haven't seen the Last Jedi, like. Like finish this obviously, but then go see the last Jedi. Yeah. Like, come on, what are you doing? It's gonna be on DVD. What in a week? No, I don't know. let's <laughs> just hold some viewing parties. Let's just anyway. But my favorite part was when they're like swinging through the Millennial Falcon, and there's already a nest with baby pork, and I'm like, yes. damn, they're like rabbits. <laughs> I love it. Well, at least that'll be a good food chain supply. I do. For, I for do have a friend who's on the shorter side, and she's like, will you make me a fish nun? head so that might happen at some point so anyone who wants to be a fish nun just let me know fish because nun. that might that judge the judgy fish nuns i, I, I don't see know that. what their species name is but um but yes yeah, so i've got that and i've got um a new tigruda headpiece that i'm working on the more shock tea styles the more mm-hmm. adult style and then as far as cosplays i'm working on rider from fate stay night and then my I just I just got into that anime. Oh my god, it's it's oh, good. It like is. like you look at it and you're like, this was obviously a hentai. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is obviously a hentai, but it's still like good. Like they they've built up the mythos really, yeah. really well. And I will tell you, and this is the thing that confused me, each there's there's the original anime that came out like god like ten years ago or something mm-hmm. like that. And then there's the new one, Unlimited Blade Works, and then there's um Heaven's Feel that's coming out. Yeah. They all tell the same, like they all start from the same point, but they tell a different version of the story. Yeah. And I, so, I've noticed that. Yeah. So when you watch it and you're like, didn't I just watch this? Yes. But just keep going and it gets pretty different yeah. because it's all, um, for those of you who don't know, Fate Stay Night or the Fate slash Tight Moon series, it started as a light novel or an. Uh, how do you say Aerojay? Aerojay? Aero-J? basically yeah. a hentai dating sim that you could play, and you basically <laughs> start as this character Emiya, uh, Shiro Emiya, and you've got your choice of harem mates, <laughs> and you pick which girl you're going to pursue, and the story that you get is based on which girl you pursue. Mm-hmm. Well, um, that sounds like something that the guys would play. Yeah. <laughs> sounds like something the girls would play. Have you seen Saber? Like, is, Saber is, is waifu. True. Like, Saber is waifu. Yeah. Like, I see Saber cosplayers, and I'm like, marry me. <laughs> Please, you're so cute. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's fine. It's fine. It's all good. Oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so it started, it started as a light novel, and then it became a fighting game because, of course, you go from hentai to, you know, bloody violence. Like, go yeah. for it, you know, as Japan does. And, and then they're like, violence sells hey, everything. it was a hentai and there was a fighting game. Let's make an anime out of it and follow the exact same path and just, like, gloss over the sex parts. Yeah. So, 
you get points in the anime where you're like, that's like oddly sexualized, but we're just going to blow past it. And that's, you yeah. know, that's from that. So, um, but yeah, it's, it's a good anime. It's got um, some spawns, uh, like Fate uh, slash... Go- What's, babe, what is, the, what is the one you were watching that takes place with Gilgamesh? And Fate Zero, Fate Zero thank yeah. you. I was blanking on that. But um, yeah, so it's got like Fate Zero, and then it's got uh, a brand new fighting game, uh, Fate slash Grand Order, which has a bit of a storyline as well mm-hmm. um, and is available for you to play on your mobile devices. <laughs> And non, then, non-sponsored. Yeah, I wish I got sponsored for <laughs> that know. because I'd be like, yes, please. Well, there's the new Harry Potter one that's coming out too. Oh yeah, the the one that's like Pokemon Go. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm I'm looking forward to that one. That, I'm sorry, that. I'm still probably gonna play Pokemon Go. Oh, I'll, I'll I quit I'll, playing Pokemon Go. I still what? play no. Pokemon Go. I we literally just hit a Pokestop like yeah. on the way here. Th- th- there's there's a Pokestop right here. What? And I haven't. Yeah. Okay, I need to put a lure up or something like that. I'm sorry, guys. Like. Hold on a second. I'm going to catch something. No. Totally. <laughs> and Jeopardy um, theme comes in. Team Instinct all the way. Yes, Ooh. yes. Ooh. Are we going to have a throwdown? Maybe. What are you? Valor. Valor trash. But not by choice. Okay. It, it was because of an X. Let's Blame not go X. there. Yeah, Blame let's the, no, not, not that X. The different X. Well, you've had so many. <laughs> You're going to have to make up which exes that, that we're going to talk Ooh, about. <laughs> are you a dating sim game as well? <laughs> I am. Haggard Haggard, Haggard the dating sim. Oh, jeez. Babe, there's a Torchic, just so you know. <laughs> anyway, he's like, he's like yeah, I caught it like three, di- three minutes ago. Oh, he probably did. He always gets the, oh, no, it broke free. Um, oh, God, what were you even talking about? Oh, but yeah, no, like... Um, yeah, so writer from Type Moon, and then I'm going to do a new version of my Twi'lek bounty hunter. Um, nice. She's going to get full armor and some electronics and stuff like that, so I'm excited about that. I like the one that you had on uh, Instagram with the the, the removable faceplate. Oh, uh, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's my Nautilin Mandalorian. Her name is Ori Shoshe, which is Mandalorian for... Um, basically tides it means literally the great movement of an ocean (laughs) so it's it's you know it's like waves and stuff like that um but she is the first official nautilin mandalorian in the mando mercs club so that's cool i I got a couple friends in the club so it's a good club yeah i'm I'm a little partial to it i'm i'm thinking now now that now that i'm not now i'm going into a little bit more time to get your mando on a mando on but but hell yes but of course (laughs) Okay. It has to be Hagrid themed. All right, I dig a ha- it. A Hagrid Merc. I dig it. I can't and put my helmet so on. So you could you hair. could easily do that too because yeah. you could do a Beast Tamer Mando yeah. kit, which yeah. is I'm I'm trying to decide. So what happens with the Mandos is you you get approved and then you can specialize your kit further to brigades, which are basically brigades are like your profession in the Mandos. Because for those of you who aren't aware. Uh, Mandalorian is a culture mm-hmm. in Star Wars, and they are a culture of bounty hunters and warriors, and but they also have musicians and medics, and they're, they're an entire culture of people. Notice that I'm very deliberately saying culture, not race, because mm-hmm. there is a Mandalorian race, um, but they died out like crap ton long ago, like yeah. way, way long ago. So now it's a culture that gets passed on. Unless you're watching Star Wars the, the animated rebels because they're all over that show. 
Well, I mean, and, and that's that's Mandalorian is a planet, so there are people, the Mandalorians, but it is it is one of those things that you you can like you go you can go Jewish, <laughs> like you can go Mandalorian, yeah. like you can okay. you can you can get accepted into the culture culture. So you can have alien, um, uh, you know, Mandalorians of all races and stuff like that. So you know, you can be a Twi'lek Mandalorian, you can be a Nautilin Mandalorian. Et cetera, et cetera. So, okay. um, but yeah. So once you once you get accepted into the club, then you go for brigade, and one of the brigades is beast tamer. So it has like a list of things that you can change on your kit to show that you are a beast tamer. So you could totally do that. That's that's, that's yep, done. that's yeah. actually one of the things is you have to have <clears throat> visible animal inflicted weathering to your kit. Nice. Yep. Uh, I could. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now I'm thinking about it. I might actually go for you it. You could do it like with like a big like scar right across the bucket, like a dragon went yeah. right after you, and that would be cool. That would be really Burn cool. Burn march. Yeah. Burn march. Right on Hell your yeah. ass. <laughs> like I was running that way, and they kind of caught me as I was flying. Come on, Mandalorian <laughs> would never run. I don't know. Have Face you seen a few down. of those dragons? Yeah, I'd probably run. I'd <laughs> be like, yeah, no, have fun. I'm out of here. Yeah. Love um, to hunt another day. So, uh, do you have any dream projects you want to do? Oh my God, yes. Um, <laughs> so the one, the one cosplay that I have been talking about and talking about and talking about, and I want to do at some point. Um, how familiar are you guys with StarCraft? Very. Okay, good. Nada. <laughs> so there is, there are three races in StarCraft: the Terran, the Protoss, and the Zerg. I, I actually have two dream cosplays from it but the main one that i really want to do is i want to do kerrigan like so bad like and i would love to do it so her wings are actually articulated and can actually do that like creepy little twitching thing that they do like (laughs) i want her to hit that line where you're like wow that's sexy but i'm also a little uncomfortable and a little (laughs) terrified like like that that creepy boner that uncomfortable like you're like wow this is awesome but please don't like Zerg rush me and you know kill me. So, so hopefully Kerrigan. Um, that that I'm waiting until I'm a little bit more skilled with like electronics and stuff like that mm-hmm. because like she's one of those cosplays where if I do her, I want to do her really really yeah. well. So maybe I next actually, year. I actually when we went down to uh, Wild Wild Westcon last year, we were actually uh, I checked out one of these like, builder guys and he had all this stuff on mm-hmm. on this. Um, Oh, what do you want to call it? I guess he was um, uh, like an old-time uh, mariner. Oh, uh, cool. The ones that go down. So he had the helmet and uh-huh. had all these different little pieces of pipe and stuff like that. And I, when I was down there, I was like, yeah, I could just I can see myself doing something like that, but I would have to have a, a place to do it. Mm-hmm. And that's the biggest issue for me is just yeah. not enough places that not a, not a, a I don't have a garage to work yeah. on it. I never mm-hmm. don't have a space to work on it. So you know the projects kind of just sit in the back of my head, yeah. and I'm like, oh, I really want to do and this. And it is hard <laughs> because, like, like I said, I'm a professional prop maker, and it before we moved into our new house, I didn't have a living room because that's where all my work went. Like yeah. I've got molds that are like four feet long Mm -hmm. like I can't just like fold them up and put them away so it definitely like can take a lot of space Mm -hmm. it's definitely one of those things where and and people approach me all the time and they're like well I want to I want to mold and cast and I want to make this I'm like are you sure (laughs) yeah (laughs) because it is so expensive 
one and you the, will cry. <laughs> like I promise you. One of the the things I was going to try to do is mm-hmm. is to try to find a cosplay that can support mm-hmm. his Haggard uh, work. So I'm sitting there going, oh, I need to I need to find a character, and then I found the character. But mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, so what do I need? I'm like, okay, I could probably find that. I could mm-hmm. probably find that. That's all right. That's all right. There are two things that I don't think I could craft that okay. would have to be bought. Okay. And I'm looking at it, oh, no, that staff is way too custom. That's not something I can, I can make. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, I, I, I can buy it. Mm-hmm. And then I, so I go online to see if I can find anywhere where someone's selling one. I'm like, yeah, 400 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> well, Just for a staff. Well, I mean, think about it this way. So say I have, let's start with um, uh, just like, Aquaman's trident. This mm-hmm. is yes. this is a good one. Okay, so Aquaman's trident. I would build that out of a wood dowel, right? And then probably EVA foam for the top, so that way it's lightweight and foam safe. It will take me probably two hours or so of drawing that out. Um, another, let's say, let's say thirty bucks for material cost. We'll say we're not going to get too crazy. We're just going to do EVA plastic dip and a wooden dowel. Mm-hmm. Um, it will take me probably about half an hour to go get those materials and then cutting out the EVA, dremeling it, plasti dipping it, etching the details. I could easily spend two to three days on that Trident to get it movie quality. And considering that this is my full-time job, even if I just do minimum wage, which I would never pay myself minimum wage because I have... I have skills. But even if you have somebody, so let's say conservatively I do 36 hours of work on this thing. We're going to say $10 an hour. That's 360 just for labor. Yep. Not to mention shipping costs, not to mention. And and here's the thing that because I do a lot of commission work, a lot of custom work, and you can go and get it off eBay. You can like find it, Chinese knockoffs and stuff like that. But it's that like Venn diagram between do you want it fast, cheap, or accurate? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Choose two of those because you're not going to get all three. Yeah. And, and it's one of those things where as a commissioner, um, it, it's a thing that I try and educate people on. Like that's, this is my full-time job. Like I have to, I have to pay myself. I have to pay bills and stuff like that. Um, so you, you kind of get what you pay for in that regard. Right. But I always tell people, like, when you commission things, like, like really pat yourself on the back. Because not only have you supported yourself and your love of cosplay, but you, now you've supported somebody else who gets to do this. So, yes, you could have gone out and built that yourself, and it probably would look pretty good. So, like, that's something to be proud of. But if you commission it, too, like, be proud of that as well because now you've supported two people yeah. in the cosplay community. So there's there can be this stigma against people who are like, oh, you bought that. But, no, like, you, you supported yourself and somebody else. Like, that's yeah. awesome. That's really awesome. So... Sorry if I waylaid your comment. No, I, I, I mean, that's, that was the whole concept yeah. of, of looking into it because m- my, uh, my cosplay is majorly controlled by economics. Yes, um, which is fair. That's a fair 
concern to have. Like, yeah. Nobody should be shamed about not being able to spend a thousand dollars on a cosplay. Right. Period. And so fine. I'm looking at the 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 the, the character, mm-hmm. and then I look at okay, so I can probably find this. I can probably find that, mm-hmm. which you know starts putting here's thirty dollars, yep. here's forty dollars, whatever. Yep. But then there are those things that you're going, I, I know I can't find that yeah. <laughs> at, at a Goodwill, or I know I can't <laughs> find that at a Goodwill. So you have to say, can I construct it? And I'm mm-hmm. like, no, I have no idea how that yeah. would work in, in, in construction. So then you start looking at, a, okay, having somebody else make it or buy it off the Internet. Mm-hmm. And that's where you're going, you know, I can do this, 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 and this, and I get to a total of about 100 bucks. but then this one specialty thing... Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. turns it to where ugh, I can't do it that way. But yeah, it, it's one of those things where like cosplay, it it is an expensive hobby. Mm-hmm. You is. know, there are ways to cut the costs. And one of the things I'm working on right now is I just built an armor for um, Valkyrie Comics, one of their characters, Iris the Shadow Valkyrie. Or I'm sorry, Mount Olympus Comics. Um, I, I built the Iris the Va- Shadow Valkyrie, and I, I kept. I just met him actually. Yeah, he's <laughs> awesome, Ron. He's fantastic. He's so enthusiastic. I love it. Um, but I kept the material costs of that costume. I had to because of the Kickstarter constraints that he had. Yeah. I kept it to about thirty bucks, and mm. I built that entire costume, barring the wig. The wig was thirty bucks as well because I buy quality wigs so that I can wear them over and over again. Yeah. Um, in the long run, it saves me money because it makes sense for me. But anyway, um, so I kept the material costs down, but that means that you have to have the the time and the skill and the knowledge to make those cheaper material costs look better. So mm-hmm. there's a cost in that regard too, where people are like, "Oh my God, no! You made that out of foam? Like, how is that even possible?" I'm like, "Well, I've built a few foam armors in my time." <laughs> So I know all the tricks to make it look not like foam. So there, there's a cost in cosplay, and it's either it's it's either time or it's money, and you have to kind of decide where your um, your budget lays. Is it yeah. do you have a lot of time but no money? All right, then maybe it's time to start learning how to do it yourself. Mm-hmm. Do you have a lot of money and no time? Well, there you go. Commission people, hold your head up proud that yes. you got a brand new cosplay and didn't have to do any work at I all. fall into that category where I have no time and no money. <laughs> <laughs> in which cosplay is kind of difficult. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah. You could do something where you take a balance between the two. There are prop makers who will do uh, payment plans, mm. and I actually offer that as well, um, where um, <clears throat> we'll do an agreement where I go, okay, I will build this prop for you. You Here's the invoice. You pay once you reach a certain point, I will start on it. Right. And then once you finish paying it off, I will send it to you. So a lot of commissioners are understanding of the yeah. fact that budget is a problem for people, and they will do those payment plans. But that goes back into <clears throat> now you're taking time because you have to space out your, your budget. So it's right. kind of like taking a little bit of both as opposed to um, you know taking too much or exclusively of one or the yeah. other. So it's definitely a balancing act for it sure. Is. So um, I know we're, we're kind of run, running a little low on time. <laughs> um, but if if you could say anything to any any prop makers, any cosplay prop makers mm-hmm. out there, uh, words of encouragement or, or uh, how to get started into it, what, what would you want to tell somebody who's looking to get into it? Be prepared for a lot of work. And it's not just 
the skill. It's it's work to put yourself out there. It's work to go to the conventions. It's work to, and this is the 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 thing that I think sometimes people forget. It's work to make sure that you uphold your commitments to your customers. Mm-hmm. You know, the cosplay market right now is definitely booming as far as there's lots of opportunities. But that means there's lots of opportunities for people to promise the world, but only deliver. You know. A little bit. A yeah. little bit. So make sure that you put the work in to give yourself good foundations. You're not going to be Jessica Negri overnight. <laughs> You're not going to be True. SKS props overnight. Um, so don't be afraid to to go out there and, and put in the work. You know, don't be afraid to ask for help. Don't be afraid to see a prop maker that you've idolized and just go up and say hi. Yeah. You know, I just want to want to make friends. Um, but don't expect, don't expect them to, to sit down and hold your hands either. Okay. It's the work's kind of on you. You yeah. know, I have people who message me and they go, oh, I want to get into casting and molding. And I go, okay, start doing it. <laughs> and that's start actually one of the things that I was looking at is yeah. that that's what I wanted to do. And yeah. I'm like, oh, how do I get that started? Start, start small. Mm-hmm. And I always tell people with casting and molding, go to Reynolds Advanced Materials. They have classes for a reason. Mm-hmm. Take one of their classes and be aware that you will fail epically. Yes. You will fail. And you will go, this is the worst thing I have ever done in my entire life. And then the next try will come out perfectly and you'll be like, this is the greatest thing I've ever done (laughs) in my entire life. It's such a roller coaster. So you really have to be that sort of person who has that dogged determination to see it through. If you're, if, if you're going to get deterred by failure, you're not going to make it far. Like it's just, you're going to fail. Like you're going to mess something up. You're going to put silicone on top of latex, which every prop maker who's watching just groaned internally because latex inhibits silicone's cure. So that's the fastest way to completely destroy your master and your mold and have basically an $800 mess in front of you that Mm -hmm. is completely useless. So you're going to have those moments. And I've had those moments too, where I spent six months on a mold, uh, my first Nautilin. So the Kit Fisto species, my first Nautilin, I spent eight months on that. I spent like $600 on that mold. I spent so much time and energy and it was unwearable. Like it was, I put it on my head and I went, oh my God, this is the most painful thing I've ever experienced in my life because I didn't take into account how it would hang and it was just uncomfortable. So I basically had to scrap that, take that all as a loss and, and start over. And you, you gotta, when you hit those bumps in the road, you gotta go, okay, what did I learn? Like, mm-hmm. what what benefit did I get from this? Because there's always something to be learned from that. Even if you just look at it, the, the oh, well, now I know what not to do next mm-hmm. time. Yeah. So, so put in the work. Don't be afraid of failure. Don't push your, like, don't stretch yourself too far, you know. And don't lose sight of why you do it, mm-hmm. too. That's a big thing. That's a big thing. So many people are like, I want to get rich and famous. I'm like, well, there are easier ways to get rich and famous. <laughs> Powerball. And uh, you're odds. not going to get that famous. Like, I guarantee Yaya Han, if she goes to the grocery store, people are not, you know, like paparazzi's not stalking her and stuff yeah. like that. Even though she goes to a convention, she's getting flooded. It's There's no such thing as, like, world fame in cosplay. Like, if you want fame, like, go get yourself a reality TV show. This yeah. is not the avenue for you but 
Okay, so we're working on that. Yeah, we're, we're working on that too. <laughs> we'll we'll take over the world. Geek culture will take yes. over everything. We're moving towards what, it. So. What, what was that that <laughs> biblical verse? The geek will inherit the, the inherit exactly. The earth. Yeah. That's yeah. totally exactly. exactly it. <laughs> there's there's no no other. It, yeah, yeah. That's definitely yeah. it. So, um, self promotion time. Oh, where, yeah. where, where will our listeners be able to find you? Oh, like everywhere. Um, so the easiest way is amberbright.com, mm-hmm. and it's B R I T E. That has a list of my portfolio as far as costumes I've done, as well as the props that you can buy from me. Please buy props from me. It's how I pay rent and feed my pit bulls because they're always starving. You don't pay rent anymore. Oh, I yeah, I pay mortgage. Yes, you've moved up, which is. <laughs> Kind of terrifying on a different, <laughs> a different level. Yeah. So um, I'm on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at OMG So Bright B R I T. OMG oh So Bright. God. Oh my God, So Bright. Um, and then I'm on Patreon as well. Patreon is where like, so my secret identity is like a saucy, sexy cosplayer who likes do like boudoir shoots and stuff like that so that's all on patreon if you feel like boobs i've got two of them they're pretty good they work hard there you go i'm very proud of them so i, I, I gotta set myself but i don't think anybody would want to see that on patreon <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't know there's people of all types that, some that of the requests true. i've gotten like i had one guy who's like how much for a picture of your underwear and i'm like oh god this again like here's my digi packs like go look at that he's like no no i don't want them on you i just want them laying on the bed and i'm like what? <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> okay. Oh, Block user. <laughs> and I'm like, here's my digipacks. That's all I offer. Please don't be a weirdo. Like, internet, why are you so full of creepy people? Exactly. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, so the Patreon is where the, the fun, not family-friendly stuff goes. And then... Um, we have a Snapchat too. If you join on my Patreon, you can you get access to my Snapchat, and it's invariably filled with um, like behind the scenes photos and then just pictures of my dogs and cats. <laughs> That's usually what Snapchat's so, about. Like, so like it's like fifty percent super sexy and fifty percent look at derpy animals. So like if that's up your alley, like that's, huzzah! That, that's what the world wants. That's it's that's my Snapchat. Yeah. Pit bulls and boobs. So. All right. Well, thank you again for joining us. <laughs> well, thank you for having me. Um, we're definitely going to have to have you back because I, I totally want to talk more. Woo, score. So, yeah. I like talking. It, it, it's fun, That's isn't good. it? Yeah. That's good. We do it some. We do it. <laughs> and I got, like, a big coffee, so, you there, know. There you go. It's a win-win for me tonight. Nice. <laughs> Sugar rush, not going to bed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't go to bed until 6 a.m. Like, this is the nice thing about being self-employed. My hours of operation are 2 p.m. to, like, 6 a.m. Like. Yeah. <laughs> You believe call me, me at 10 a.m. and I'm hanging up on your butt, so. I, yeah, believe me, I wish I had the ability to be self-employed and not have to worry about it. It's, yeah. it's nice, except for when you're sick and then you're like, I'm making no money. Yeah. <laughs> then it's terrifying. Yeah. That's what websites are for. You know? Exactly. They, they can do it for you when you're, when you're sick. There you go. No one shuts down the website. Well, unless you haven't paid. <laughs> All right, and uh, well, for us, of course, we have uh, all of our social medias. If you guys want to follow Con Air Radio, uh, of course, we have Facebook, uh, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Twitter, uh, Instagram. Uh, I guess we're on Tumblr too. Patreon, uh, as pa- we were just talking. And Patreon, yeah. something yeah. that we have to still build. We don't have the ability to just sit there and flash our boobs and make money. <laughs> well, you uh, could. Well, I'm not making money. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know about that part. We, we have to sell other products, so yeah. 
we, we, we got to we got to start that uh, that calendar that we were talking about. Yeah, I know, uh, dude. Yeah, I know. Guys, Dudoir is huge right it, now. It, it like is. seriously, it is. the market is realizing that women are fans of Boudoir just as much, or I guess Dudoir just as much as guys. Yeah. So, do you guys see yeah. the lumberjack Dudoir? Like, whew, hello. I, I saw something like that. Yeah. You can you can chop my log anytime. <laughs> One of my friends has a, has one of those calendars at their desk. Yeah, no. Oh my god, the the fire like the hot fireman with kittens one like. Oh, it's it's a good time to be alive right now. Yeah, we're gonna have to rent models for that. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll I'll get Jason Momoa to play me. Oh my god, I've already got a picture of him. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh, All right. on me. It's in my other hand. So anyway, our time is up. Uh, very much so. Very much so. <laughs> so, uh, so once again, thank you for coming out. And thanks for uh, having me. For all, for everybody that wants to listen to us as well, we got SoundCloud, iTunes, uh, uh, Google Play, and Star Worldwide Networks. That's right, our friends uh, over there at Star Worldwide Net- Networks with Dave Pratt. Absolutely. So um, now that you've heard all of our stuff, come see us. Come <laughs> visit us. Check us out on say on all of our social networking. Please check out our Patreon. Even please your help. Please your <laughs> help. So, so that we can come to you mm-hmm. and uh, maybe uh, see you uh, well, at the con. At the con. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> let, 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 let's try that again. Imagine how that goes. So, so we will we'll see, see you at the, the con. con. <laughs> Next time I'm going to let you start it. Okay. <laughs> Guess I have to have like a like a verbal cue like countdown. He there. usually does start it. <laughs> This is this is all going on the show. This is the end bit. Thanks. Okay. I'm going to delete that. Bye. <laughs>